Hey guys, this is Samantha Joan coming at you for the next episode of That's Fucked Up. I'm going to be doing this one solo again. Uh, We are giving my co-host Monique Starr the night off, so to speak. And in this one, I'm going to be talking to you about um, a really interesting fucking story about uh, my own personal experience dealing with some real dumbass stupidity. And, you know, sometimes it's not just our exes that we deal with stupidity. It's like the contextual factors that go into the absolute chicanery of relationships. And, it, and you know, I, I've learned something. You know, in my last episode, it was, you know, a longer um, series. It was really about the fuckery of narcissists. And something I've come to realize in regards to dealing with narcissists is that they are generally surrounded by a bunch of enablers. And in my personal experience, I think, you know, the fuckery gets to the height of just absolute ridiculousness. And that just is perpetuated by people allowing individuals to continue on doing the stupid shit that they do. And no one ever says like, Hey, let me just fucking raise a red flag up here and just put a big old stop sign up and just like say, Hey, you know, whoa, their partner, hold your fucking horses. This seems like it, it ain't right. Right. If it smells like shit, it usually is. And you know, I mean, I oftentimes have questioned over the course of the years as you know, I've gone through some experiences, like what the fuck are people thinking? in terms of not just the person that's doing this stupid shit to you, right? But what are the fucking people thinking that are related to this person that encourage this type of behavior, right? Like what goes through their fucking mind? Like it can't be possible, right? That this person might have transgressed against you so egregiously yet no one says, hey, wait a minute, that, that ain't right. Like, even on their own camp, like, nah, like, you kind of stepped over the bounds there, like, the boundaries and saying, like, nah, that, that's, that stepping out of bounds, like, is not okay. Like, what's wrong with you that you haven't been like, yeah, no, we need to talk about this. Like, what the fuck is happening where people are like, yeah, that's completely normal. That bitch deserved it. no right? There's either inappropriate or appropriate behavior. There's no like, well, that bitch deserved it. Like, you know, if you have a difference of opinion with somebody and you are an adult, there's a certain level of civility, I believe, and firmly attest that one should follow if in fact discourse fails, which is to just cease communication and then just break it off. I don't see why that's so difficult, but the level of absolute extant crazy that has to go on is just goddamn buffoonery blows my mind. And I really want to share an experience with you guys, right? Because we're family. Let's face it. You guys are my family. We're an extended family here of fucking crazy. And we like to share. We like to get together. It's like the girlfriends, guy friends, non-gender binary folk friends that we didn't even know that we had in our discussions of what goes on with the contextual backgrounds of some of these people that we've had interactions with that have just done us so goddamn dirty, right? And so I I really want to look at that because it is a phenomenon, I believe, that has yet to be really addressed. And I have, you know, read many of the the literature, um, you know, and of course, this is 
heavy, heavy stuff here. I mean, I've read through every bit of scholarly research. Now I'm talking GQ articles, Cosmo, you know, everything that medium uh, relationship columns, editorials have ever posted, right? So now I'm a fucking expert, <laughs> right? And all these people that tell me how to live my fucking life, you know, I, I've read through what they've had to write and I tell you, ain't nothing that they fucking written could get close to the stupidity of the shit I've dealt with. And I, saw, I know some of you guys out there that are listening to me have probably experienced the same. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to set the stage and the foundation. Now that we've laid the purpose for our episode, I'm going to set the foundation for what's going to happen in this episode and, and to give you a little bit of the landscape, right? So let me verbally paint the picture, right? And so take it back to New Year's Eve 2021, okay? New Year's Eve 2021. I am sitting on a luxurious Italian leather sofa and my significant other's home, enjoying myself, sitting there after waking up next to this wonderful individual saying, wow, I get to celebrate a new year with someone who's going to do me right, hopefully, and not do me dirty. And I have no indication in thinking otherwise. So I'm enjoying myself. We're watching you know, some New Year's Eve programming on television. He's in the kitchen where he should be cooking me up something wonderful, right? Telling me to just enjoy myself like little Miss Muffet sitting on her tuffet and ring, 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 ring. Here comes my phone, ring a ring a ling a ling a dingin. And now I'm curious because everybody that was anybody to me had spoken to me prior on the 31st, right? You know how we do. We talk to people on the 31st. Happy New Year. You get those New Year's Eve texts, right? You're having these conversations with people. Fuck, the gardener's even getting a motherfucking text at, you know, 12.01 a.m., right? Like, happy fucking New Year all around, right? Yay, we survived COVID 2020. Yeah, high-fiving fucking over the, you know, internet. You know, we're all excited. Emojis, blah, 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 right? So, you know, insert like the fucking, you know, party hat, themed emoji. So I'm, my phone is ringing and it's a restricted number. And now I'm like, first of all, not a fucking soul is at work today, right? So who is calling me from a restricted phone number? So I didn't answer it. I just looked and looked away, right? My smartwatch just it hit the ignore. Phones ring and ring and ring and ring. So the phone rings again, rings, hangs up, rings, hangs up. I said, you know what? My kid spent the night out with buddies, they were having a good time, they're teenagers, like older teenagers, maybe somebody got into something that they shouldn't have, and this is 5-0 calling me, or I've got even worse, an emergency situation I need to handle, so mom kicks in, right, I answer the phone, wrong fucking move, right, I should have known fucking better, because it was a call hang up, call hang up, call hang up from block numbers, right, unrestricted numbers, and then I hear, Hello? I should have fucked. I done fucked up. And I'm like, who, pray tell, is this? On the other end of my motherfucking phone line at 10 before 10 a.m. on New Year's Day. Disturbing my fucking sanctity and peace. It is none other than my cracked out ex, right? The whole basis 
for our episode on narcissists calling me on the phone. I just want to let you know that you're going to jail and you're using defrauding credit card fraud, uh, my mom's uh, AAA account and you, you and your boyfriend are going to go to jail. I, I'm, I'm going to call uh, his school and I'm going to tell him that you're going to jail for credit card fraud. And I was like, um, back the fuck up. First of all, why are you on my phone line right now disturbing my peace? And second of all, what the fuck is wrong with you? I am not committing credit card. What the fuck are you talking about? I said, dude, are you still fucking cracked up from yesterday? Like, I, like you must have fucking lost your mind calling me. And he's, I'm calling the police. I said, you know, you know what? I should be the one calling the motherfucking police. Calling the police, harassing me, clearly, from all these fucking block numbers. So I hang up, right? My ex is in the kitchen. Here's this exchange. I mean, my, my current man is in the kitchen. Here's this exchange between myself and my ex. And he turns around and he says, who the fuck was that? And I was like, it's Lord Voldemort calling. That's who we're going to talk about. It is fucking Voldemort. He who must not be named at fucking 10 o'clock in the morning on New Year's fucking day, calling me up about some shit about credit card something. And I said, I don't even know what the fuck he said. So I'm sitting there on a couch and now I'm like pondering. I'm pondering what the fuck just happened. I'm pondering his existence. Like, how is he not dead? Right? I'm pondering how has he made it without catching COVID with all the crazy shit that he's been doing? Like, I'm pondering, pondering real fucking hard, too hard for 10 a.m. on New Year's Day. So I sit there and I'm thinking about what he said and I'm like, you know, a lot of what he says is fucking nuts. So you can't really take what he says with like any severity. Then I remember he said something about AAA. So I said, what the fuck is he talking about AAA? Now, fam, a couple weeks prior to this, I called AAA because up in the Northeast where I live in Jersey, it was so damn cold that the battery in my car, and I drive a pretty brand new car, right? It's not only like two years, not even but two years old. The battery in the car went kaput, right? So I needed a jump so I could take it to go get a new battery. The terminals were all messed up. You know how it is when it's freezing, below freezing, sub-zero temps cold. So I had to call out AAA, AAA response, right? And they come out and they they jump the car, whatever. I get the battery fixed, the la da dee la da da Now, while I'm on the phone with the rep from AAA, she asked me, because I've been like a platinum member of AAA since 20. 17 that um, she's I can add another authorized user uh, to my account free of charge as a courtesy I said well that's wonderful I'm gonna add my new man to my account so he could get coverage gosh forbid wherever my angel goes he needs the assistance I said go ahead and add him on there for me what a courtesy thank you so much so that was the end of it so I said maybe it has something to do with that let me let me call now I'm like fucking Scooby-Doo and one of the gang from like trying to solve a goddamn mystery. So I called AAA out of just morbid curiosity. And I said, you know, let me find out. I said, look up my number. What's going on here? So the rep goes, oh my goodness, it looks like you have two accounts. I said, really? 
Can can you tell me why I have two accounts? They're saying, well, looks like you were added as an authorized user onto an account from one Elizabeth and then insert last name. And I said, really? When was this? They say, she added you in 2016. I said, well, I didn't know that because I started my AAA service in 2017 that I had on my own, that I paid my bills for. And I said, I never knew that I was added. And they, I said, well, where would the billing notice have gone and where would my cards have gone? And the rep tells me, well, of course they would have gone to her house. And I said, are you telling me that this woman added me to her account and I've been on her account since 2016? She goes, yes, ma'am, that's correct. And I said, when I just called AAA, was that fielded under her account or mine? And she goes, well, it looks like it was entered in under her account. And the authorized user that you were extended was extended under your membership through her. And I said, oh my goodness. I said, that's the problem. She goes, you know, well, we can fix this, no problem. She goes, it looks like you were already actually taken off of the account by Elizabeth. And I said, okay, well, was she ever charged? And she goes, well, yeah, she's been getting bills for you since 2016. And I said, excuse me? So, fam, let me repeat this. I was added to an account. Now, this is AAA. This is not a credit card. This is not American Express. This is not, you know, a platinum fucking, you know, unlimited gold card, uh, you know, anything like that. This is an, a fucking AAA account. So in 2016, which was the year that I got engaged to her fuckface idiot kids, she added me to her AAA account. But the funny part was, is that I, she got the cards and I never got them. She never even gave me the card. So I never knew she had done so. So I started laughing because she has been paying the bill with me on the bill of the AAA since 2016. And the only time she caught what was happening and that I was still on her account because she's such a dumb bitch, she's paying the bills without even looking at them. And I have since been away from her son for, you know, count it fucking years now. She noticed because they accidentally added my man to my account under her. And so the, hence the, the problem. And then on top of it, my cards and his cards went over to her home. So she was opening my mail, right? Addressed to me and him at her home. So not only is that a fucking felony because you don't open someone else's mail that's not addressed to you. If it doesn't go to your house, you put, they don't live here. You put it back in the box. She opens the fucking mail, right? So now they know, I, and now I've, I've not talked to these people in years and they, they have no idea not only where I live, but they don't know who I'm involved with, etc. So now they've gone through my mail. They know, you know, my significant other's name. They Google him, where he works, and I'm getting a phone call at 10 to 10 in the morning on New Year's Day, being threatened 
that I'm going to jail. They're calling the cops and they're calling for credit card fraud and all this nonsense. So I, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So the woman already tells me, no, she was not billed for Dennis, right? Which is my significant other's name. And she was not billed for myself. Uh, I was removed as was he, and they were able to fix the issue because I'm not actually allowed to add anybody to my account under her because I was already an authorized user under her. She has to be the one to add me. So that was a clerical error on their part, right? Because here, here's the, the extension. Like you can't just call, you know, American Express and be like, well, um, I'm an authorized user under my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whoever's account. I wanna add somebody else onto their account too. They're gonna be like, no, that doesn't work like that. Same rules apply here. So it was a mistake on their end. I already had my own account I had been paying for. I had my own cards, everything. So they were able to fix it right away. So I said, I need proof that she was the one who added me to her account. And I need proof that she's been paying the bill for such an extended period of time. And I also need proof that she was not charged for Dennis. So I'm transferred over to a few different people. Now I'm on the phone. Breakfast is cold at this point. All right. Let's just circle back to my breakfast, right? Because remember, I'm sitting on my tuffet here and my breakfast is now cold. So I'm pissed. Okay. And I'm on hold. So I get some Karen down in Georgia who's going to help me get everything squared away because now it's New Year's Day. Triple A is tired of dealing with people from being out drunk all night. And here they are dealing with this nonsense. And they're all working remotely, by the way, right? You can hear kids running around in the background, right? Coffee pots, pouring coffee, which I'm not fucking having. And I get one woman who's just at her wit's end. And I tell her the low and the down and the, the long and the short. And she's actually in agreement to help me. And she does. And so this woman actually takes my information and she she was able to pull the transcript from the initial call that Elizabeth made that's my ex's mother to actually add me to her AAA she actually pulls the transcript and emails me a copy of the transcript to my email and then emails me copies of the fucking bills that she had been receiving with me on them because I was technically allowed to see it because I was authorized on the account So they black out all the identifiable information. They send me a copy of it. Because I said, listen, I don't need the cops to be called. So I, out of curiosity, as I'm on hold, right, because now it's over an hour, I text my old neighbor for where I used to live, where my ex currently lives. And I said, hey, just out of curiosity, let me know if you happen to see the cops pull up there. She goes, it's funny that you say that because they're actually at the door right now. And she goes, we're looking to see. Because apparently the cops are over there all the time from the wild nonsense going on. Right, I had already alluded to armed robberies happening, uh, carjackings, all kinds of shit going on in that area. And so they're on high alert at all times. And she said, we, you know, we opened up the window, we could hear the cops saying to him, you know, go, go to this other, go to the other town. And you could hear my ex saying, well, I didn't know, I didn't know, right? So the, he had actually went through to call the fucking cops, 
right? Now, mind you, I'm armed with the transcript where his dumb ass fucking mother had added me onto the account of her own volition in 2016. Now, we're talking now, it's 2021. We're talking fucking years ago now, right? That she added me on and has been paying the bills for years with me on there and has now opened the mail that had gone to her house with my name on it and my significant others. And I'm receiving phone call threats from this idiot that he's calling my significant other's place of employment where we're public servants, right, mind you, uh, to then threaten him. So this is the level of fucking crazy I'm going to... And you know who puts him up to this is his mom because the mail goes to her house, right? And, you know, who should be calling the police is her because it's her name and it's her account. But instead, she tells him to fucking call because she knows that she's a fucking idiot and she doesn't want to deal with it. She'd rather make him look like a fucking idiot that he is. And so... I mean, you can't make this shit up. So I call him back and I say, don't you ever fucking call me ever again. And don't you dare threaten me, calling me, harassing me. I said, because now, now that I know that this was a mistake and that I've been paying my own bill and that your mother added me on, on her own in 2016, and has been paying the bills and just hasn't realized it, I said, that just goes to show you what a dumb bitch she really is. And even a more of a dumb bitch that she didn't ask those questions before she called you on New Year's Day, still half cracked out after having some wild house fucking party to have you call the police because she's a fucking moron. So this is, this is my point, guys, right? This leads me to my bigger question and the whole purpose of our episode. I can no longer say, what the fuck is wrong with you when it comes to him? Because now I have the broader context of what the fuck is wrong with all of them, right? You know, this leads me to the point where it's like, the, the apple doesn't fall far from that fucking tree whatsoever. Because this is stupidity at its fucking finest. I couldn't believe it. And not on top of it, I called the police department in the town that the mom lives in, which is like the next town over. And I said, if this lady tries to call and say that she needs cops to come over and take a report of her credit card fraud, I said, call me because you guys don't need to waste your time. I said, there was a clerical error. I said, and she's trying to say, you know, there was credit card fraud or some other type of fraud. I said, when she did this on her own and I have all the proof of it, I said, cause I just spent on myself on hold for two hours at this point now with AAA. The dispatcher was like, what's the last name? Gave her the last name. Here's the woman's response. Oh God. Okay, honey, give me your phone number. I haven't seen anybody in here. She's like, but I'll be sure to call you because we just don't want to deal with this. Right. And that's the right response. Right. We need to stop entertaining stupidity. And I'll be honest with you. I never heard anything because once I called him back and I said, I even got that information from AAA. I said, and I started screen sending screenshots of it over to him. I said, not only that, I said, but you know, the funny fucking part is I said, is I already called the police in the town that your mom lives in. And I said, guess what? Huh? Guess what? They told me that she better not even fucking waste their time. I said it because you already called the cops 
to where you live now. I said, and it's not even you. I said, your mom has to be the one to do it. I said, but your mom loves making you look like a fucking idiot because she doesn't want to admit that she's the biggest fucking moron of them all. The queen of fucking stupidity. And I then I asked him, point blank, carte blanche, sitting there on the couch of my new man's house. How fucking miserable are all of you motherfuckers that it has been years since I left your ass fucking behind that your mom has nothing else better to do with her dumb fucking ditzy ass than to try to call, have you call the fucking police to try to come after me for dumb shit that she does. Like how fucking dumb and desperate are you for something to do to make yourself feel better? And you know what? There's my point, ladies and gentlemen. Narcissists are often surrounded by enablers. Enablers like her dumbass that enable him to continue to act like an idiot. His own father who sat in jail for federal narcotics trafficking for years in federal prison telling me, right, that I'm the one that has a drug problem. And then his mother, right? But I I go on to, you know, finish writing my my dissertation to ascertain uh, a doctorate degree. Meanwhile, the mom, too, simultaneously is doing shit like this. Like, you can't make this shit up. And so when you think that you're alone and wondering what the fuck is wrong with this person and the behaviors that they exhibit. I think it's important to realize that it's not just the behaviors of this person. It's how they've been enabled to behave the way that they have for all these years that leads them to act in the ways that they do. Because let's face it, he wasn't born like as stupid as he is. Now granted, he was stupid. But he wasn't born that fucking stupid. He was also made that stupid from people like this. And so I just thought I would share the essence and the context of fuckery with you guys. Because that's one story that made me sit there and scratch my head and say, God damn, how and why does this happen? And how do you put up with stuff like this? Because it is like the ghost of fuckers past, right? And you know what? It's not you. And honestly, it'll never be you. It's them and the people that enable people like that to be like that and always will. So just remember, family, when you're feeling down and out and you're feeling like you don't know, don't doubt yourself because behind that fucking idiot is a thousand other fuckers that have encouraged that person to continue on. And you're not wrong for standing up for yourself to finally say, you know what? I'm done with it. The fuckery is over. This has been Samantha Jones for another episode of That's Fucked Up. If you like what you heard, please hit like and maybe share out with somebody else or uh, hit the contact button to actually drop a line and let us know how you liked it. Until next time, we'll see you then.